0: Skank it
1: yeah, You shouldn't have put these out I eat these. <laughs> the- you eat these, they're going to be I so crunchy I've got these JKs out I feel like we really need to clarify that That um, What's that, a sign off? Because we <laughs> we've never released the
0: episode, we should. We should still. I know it's kind of outdated now because it's, but it is like our opinions on a film that's coming up. So like we should still release it. Well, no, it's
1: more our opinions on vague information that's been I, leaked about. But I don't think there's been that much more information. So. Mm, probably not. It's probably going to be. Well, there's a trailer now. Uh, well, a very
0: small trailer. I think it's based on the stuff that we talk about. We should do it because I think the reaction of you go you dismissing J.K. Simmons as um, the yellow Eminem.
1: It's just a funny response. Because even now, I went back and listened to it recently, and even now I'm like, still doesn't sound like him. I think it vaguely does. It's hard to tell. It is really bizarre. You can tell the other guy's Billy
0: West, couldn't you? Yeah, I think you can. I don't know who. Who's Billy the West's um, uh, Fry from Futurama. Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. When you listen to the red M M&M, and M, you can tell mm-hmm. that it's Billy West. Mm-hmm. Um. But it is hard to tell the yellow M M&M and M is J K Simmons. We should just do an M and M's podcast. Do
1: you want to? Do you want to just do that now? Do you know
0: M and M's uh, were created <laughs> to um, uh, to help ration chocolate, uh, to distribute chocolate amongst soldiers. Is that true? Who knows?
1: <laughs> are any of my m M&M facts true? That's the, spin- <laughs> the spin-off podcast. Like, true or false. You just tell facts. m M&M and speculation. You, you, te- you say facts, but you say it was such... <laughs> they might be true, they might be false, but you say it was such kind of clarity and determination that like people believe... So people are regurgitating these facts to their friends. They may very well be wrong. <laughs> but they heard it... They, at least they could say oh, but I heard it on that podcast. <laughs> um.
0: They have someone to blame it on.
1: Yeah, that's it. We're going to bloody... I don't know how to even start this one. Just Welcome, Well, the, people. The, the movie ended, and I just turned to you and was like, da 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 spooky scary. Because <laughs> I didn't know. There's like a thing when the Blair Witch pro- project finishes, and you kind of like. Well, it does do we react? How do we react to this? It does um, finish like, oh, here we go. you want to do your little intro? Oh, I mean, are,
0: like I lo- right, so like you. Your cute little. It's like I'm fucking. the one, <laughs> one that you humor in and you. <laughs>
1: Cool. I'll let him do his little fucking... I'll let him get that shit out of the way. Make him feel important. Make Aye. him feel like
0: he's vast. You do, you, you do the editing and everything. <laughs> I and do... You distribute it. You distribute all the stuff it. where I have
1: to sit and play back these fucking hour-long episodes of me and you talking nonsense.
0: But it makes me feel like I'm a professional. <laughs> What's up, people of and people and Welcome to Second Opinion Movie Podcast with your host, Danny Jones, and the co-host, the man with many mm. talents all of them his own scott morris you really
1: struggled with that one didn't you i could see I, in I, your eyes I, I, you I were like pa- you were panicking I, I didn't
0: panic i mean well I'm, like n- none of my jokes are on point i'm not i'm not expecting the intro <laughs> to be the one exception i get i because i and the night before we planned my first joke for the intro so that Do at you? least i get one
1: <laughs> at least i get one you yeah you put a lot of like Planning into this podcast, I feel like I. You'll message me and be like, "I think we should do this." I'll be like, "That's ah, fine, <laughs> sure." But you're you're the. I'm the ideas man. You're the editor. I'm the yeah. That's it. I'm the I'm the functionality. Aye. Um. So we we just did a new bloody well. This isn't really going to be a typical episode of Second Opinion because I feel like we're just going to sit and talk about Aye. the film. Um. But I had this idea because uh, the Red Letter Media people, people over at RLM they recently reviewed uh, the Blair Witch Project and at the end of it they were talking about how if after all this time now that people know that the film isn't isn't real and most pop- people probably knew that when it came out and stuff, but now that they know that would it still have the same effect on someone if they saw it now? And so I thought well hey, Danny hasn't seen it and I like the Blair Witch Project a lot so I was like why don't we bloody sit and watch that and we'll, we'll sit and we'll turn off all the lights and stuff but we did it in the middle of the day. <laughs> or oh, daylight. The first um, thing. We had coffee and then we, were, we... We sat by the open window
0: of your living room. We sat by the... Watched the sun come in. The
1: relaxing sounds of outdoors. We heard some people shouting at one point. Don't know what People were about. working. Yeah.
0: Somebody hit a nam- hammer off a somewhere. Because it is somewhere. the middle of
1: the week. There were probably people out doing things uh, like we're, their jobs. We're, we're the
0: only ones who have got
1: fuck all to do on this <laughs> Wednesday. Um, but yeah, so we watched... um Blair the Blair Watch Witch Project. What's kind mm-hmm. of initial right out the gate we literally finished watching it like 20 like 20 minutes ago if that Aye, like we that. haven't actually spoken about it we just it finished and then we were like right let's set up mm. um the initial the
0: initial thought is like uh Blair Witch is such an iconic film that obviously um such a landmark in film uh, genre of found footage as being like not the first one but the one to have made it so successful especially in the horror genre mm-hmm. and such an iconic horror genre film which I've not seen because uh, it's probably worth clarifying I'm not really a horror person it's not something that um, I've expressed it before Um, there's like it's incoherence to a a lot of horror films not all horror films and I'm not I don't dismiss all horror films but there's a majority of it where there's sort of a an incoherence we talked about it on when we talked about i think it was the gallows yeah or another episode and that that clip is on youtube the clip
1: uh, the clip is there yeah the bit where we talk about the gallows is. um so um
0: so it's net like seeing all the iconic horror films i've seen a few but i've not seen them all and blair which wasn't one i'd seen but i knew of it and obviously knew mm-hmm. very famously of it and most of what it was about and stuff and um uh, I didn't know what happened in the film, and <laughs> now I know uh, why I don't know what happens in the film. Because really, as a film's go, nothing really happens yeah. in the film. Not that that's necessarily to its detriment. As a as a film, it's kind of a weird thing to watch, where you're like, this is just a lot of it is just the back of someone's backpack as they walk mm-hmm. through this forest. But if they were, if their initial um, thing was to try and make a film that would trick people into thinking. Um, that this was a real life uh, found footage, then it works because um, not a lot would happen if it was just footage mm. taken from camera.
1: Yeah, I think we should talk about the background a bit because it came out, I want to say it was 1996? I think it was 4. I might be wrong. I think it was 1996. Well, four. that's bloody agree to disagree. It'll <laughs> be like your facts based oh, podcast. It's not, it's not like podcast. we had some sort
0: of internet weekend, <laughs> some sort of international. Um, yeah, it came power. out, and
1: they—it was kind of one of the first. It was one of that and that first block of found footage films, the films to be sold as this is a real thing. Hmm. But the interesting thing about the Blair Witch Project was that they went out of their way to create a lore to this film. So there was websites set up about the the three missing teenagers, well, college students, and um, there was all this information about. The witch, and about this man who's supposedly—I forget his name—who supposedly lives in the woods, who lived in the woods and murdered children, uh, back in the sort of forties, and um, they had all this stuff set up, and there was all this information about it that it felt genuine, okay. like building up to that film, you really, like, there really was an element of like this, this could be real. Like, is it real? Nobody knows first time i saw this movie i was 15 years old so it was way after 96 i completely bought into all of this like i can't even remember how i first heard about it but i was doing the googling i was doing the google i was on the internet 15 year old me and i'm finding out all this information i'm like this is this is the shit and i'm going to my friends and i'm like have you heard about this fucking movie it really happened this is crazy and so we went into blockbuster and um me and my friend rented it out and sat and watched it one night and i was shitting myself <laughs> i thought it was one of the most terrifying fucking things i'd ever seen because in my 15 year old brain i was like this all happened which is a real go surreal everything's a lie like <laughs> this is terrifying and then obviously now it's it's very much it's, it's it's a movie and back then everybody people everybody knew it was a movie as well but to people like me small children <laughs> We were small, small
0: children of 15.
1: So I think that added so much to why I enjoyed it so much back when I was a kid. I okay. still like it now. I've seen it a good few times. I don't know why. I've just... It's kind of just... Cro- I've kind of crossed paths with this movie like four <laughs> or five times since a, in the past kind of seven, eight years. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I, like, um
0: I can... It's kind of... It's got a kind of weird thing about the plot because, like... It's quite a tame horror film plot. It, there's nothing really happens. The most gruesome thing that happens is you see a bit of a body. Mm. Um, and even then, it's a really small bit. It's yeah, kind of we to have decide. to Google what yeah. it was. <laughs> and even then, Google didn't tell us it all. It, said, yeah, it a said mysterious pink object. Yeah,
1: it said teeth, hair, and something pink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <and> that's, that's <laughs> Which I it thought maybe was expert. his tongue. Maybe. But you hear him shouting again later. In the well, house.
0: It, well, it's ghosty, isn't it?
1: It's ghosty ghosty isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> it's i want that on the dvd <laughs> re-release like it's ghosty in it danny jones from G-Checks. second opinion
0: <laughs> um but like uh yeah as, I, as it's quite tame so if you were to believe if you were to tell someone this is a real uh, this is real film footage it's like a, this is a documentary you what makes it believable is that you could almost explain it because obviously if um mm-hmm. if, if it was an actual ghost appeared on the film floating around you're not gonna believe that because you know that if there was a ghost caught on camera it would be everywhere everyone would be talking about it everyone's mum would be talking about it Mm -hmm. everyone's mum's mum would be talking about it so but it kind of makes it sort of believable so you could watch Mm -hmm. it go oh maybe maybe this is like it looks believable but maybe there's still skeptics and you could understand why it hasn't reached mass media and stuff so you the tame plot works in that respect me, it's, what is it, it's 2016. It it's is. it has been a long time since the film's been mm-hmm. out. I'm very aware of the film. I'm very aware of the film has been spun off. I'm aware, very aware um, of, like, that the, it had directors and actors. So I was very aware it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Like, um, um, completely going in it, completely sober to that fact. Um, so from that perspective, it is strange, because it is, like, um, it's not... Like, it really is a sort of film that nothing happens. Yeah. Like... It's really bizarre in that sense. And I was not to it I would not say that's even remotely to its detriment, because the film had me hooked, expecting something to happen. And it never got to the point where I was like, Well, why hasn't anything happened yet?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was very, very small things. Um, some branches arranged as a person and mm-hmm. a little pink thing, and then they find a house and they go into it and a man stood against the wall.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's it's the it's it's that's Mike. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it's Mike.
0: But that that's that's like when Mike drops the camera, that's the terrifying thing he does. He stands
1: against the mm-hmm. wall, and like it's yeah, a... that's like that's the reveal. But unless you've really been paying attention, it almost it would totally escape you. What's like, that? Well, you know, what I mean, like that—that's the big horror reveal. It's not that the witch is standing there or anything. It's just that Mike is in the corner, and. Obviously, the interviews at the start, they tell a story about the guy who murdered children. Yeah, he was murdering his, children, his... and he would make one stand in the corner because he couldn't stand them looking at him. And so it's like, that's really... And I feel like if you... like, Because we were kind of chit-chatting at the beginning of this movie, and I was like, Danny's going to miss this bit. <laughs> He's gonna like miss No, the... I did
0: pick up on that, and I did pick up on that linked at the end. Um, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, it's not like... Um... It's not like a huge horror no. stroke of a That's genre. That's what I
1: mean. That's what, but I was agree. That was what I mean. I was agreeing with what you were saying. Like it's, it's not like a big. There's the witch now. Like mm. no, you never see the witch.
0: Just... Like I guess it's all very much just hinted, and um, you could, yeah. It's very, it's very bizarre in that sense. Um, the, the you could be anything. It could like you don't even have to say it's anything to do with the witch, considering it's called the Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm uh you don't you don't see anything you don't see them there is no sort of big genre horror tropes at all um there's a few sort of in the writing at the beginning there's the old man who's a damn fool kids and he's like can't go in the forest and that's kind of like oh okay that's kind of a genre trope of being it although you can imagine that in a sort of small rural town where Mm -hmm. that haunted um thing existed and it was like you could imagine people being like that um to be honest i think that's the the big thing about this film is the acting the acting is really believable it's very yeah it's cool to see like improv do something in that's not comedy to to such a massive effect you feel that these are real people we're like it's not you would never think oh how can people believe this is was air real even remotely because it's clearly written it's clearly not written it's mm-hmm. very clearly improvised and it really works because you just feel like these especially at the beginning it, Towards the end with the camera it has that very found footage problem of why is the camera still on and they kind of explain it away in a very yeah. vague way and to be well, honest so
1: they're film students so they're
0: film students but after a while you'd think that even even film students wouldn't still have the camera on in these freaky situations and they do explain it um, to some extent Do you know what they do a better job than most modern day found footage films yeah. of uh, explaining why the camera's still on i would like the cutaway of i can see why you'd still uh, you still like this it makes everything not so real and i do like that explanation um, although even then, you, that sort of fight or flight—there um, was no kick fight, in, yeah. flight, and or st- say hold the camera mm-hmm. and stay still. Like you do feel like they would have dropped the camera and gone away. Um, but like they, the actors do a really fantastic job of feeling like real people mm-hmm. and reacting in such bizarre ways that they feel real.
1: Yeah, I think the I think the people who do a great job with that, especially at the interviewees at the start, mm. like not like they all do genuinely feel like people. They just. And maybe they are because, like, I mean, I don't know, but they all do just genuinely feel like people they've bumped into in the streets and been like, "Can we talk to you really quickly about the Blair Witch?" Aye. Especially the woman that's holding her kid, Aye. and the kid keeps trying to shut her up. Like, she feels like a very genuine person. She feels like a genuine person. Maybe the
0: um, the woman they go to interview that said that she's met the Blair Witch is maybe she's definitely overdressed yeah. Yeah, yeah. for it, like coming out with a crucifix yeah. and, a, and a Bible. And, it's a little bit silly, but um, but like, like the free main especially, it does feel like. Mm. really personal especially at the beginning at the beginning when they're having all the banter and they're film students and they're filming everything mm-hmm. because oh we've got a documentary to make and it's fun and we're having a laugh and that does feel it feels very 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 genuine um and they do a very very good job of the acting mm-hmm.
1: yeah i am um, i think the three of them just they managed they nail that just kind of <clears throat> steady descent into madness i where they're all kind of it's all fun and games at the start and then you get to the end of the movie and they just all seem just disoriented and deluded and not deluded but yeah kind of disoriented and dazed and I think they all nail that pretty well and just the anger they all have with kind of one another Aye. everybody thinks it's everybody else's fault and it Yeah does, they it all feels they... very genuine like mm. very genuine Well they yeah the way they apparently the way they filmed it was that those three went off into the woods and then the director and stuff were in the woods kind of within distance of them so they could still kind of see them. And uh, during the day, like at the start of the day, they would leave a letter outside and that would have kind of the main beats that the characters had to go through in that day. And then at night, the director and stuff would just fuck with them. So the reactions that they're having to the things that are happening are genuine reactions. Obviously, the actors know that it, no matter what's happening, it's not real. But like those reactions that they're having are not scripted; they are very genuine reactions. And I think, especially the part when someone starts hitting the tent, would scare the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Even if you're an actor in a, in a yeah,
1: film, you'd yeah, still yeah.
0: Be. I that that makes sense. Um, it probably, it does sound like it was a rough production. Mm. Uh, well, it does look like it's a rough production because the actors, by the end of it, they're in such a rough shape that mm. it's almost t- too hard to believe that anyone would be that good at acting that mm. it's like they, they feel they just seem like destroyed people um, in a really really real way uh, and it, like it will be a credit to acting as well but it also seems like that perhaps there's more to it and there's that there is a, there's this idea of they've just been through this rough production and kept up all night and they're all just acting. angry at one another uh, you can imagine that that's working out it really really pays because they're really fucking um, like it, it's really believable
1: yeah, I agree. I Like I said, when I first saw it, totally invested in it. I thought it was all 100% true. So. They're also not just kind of just typical actors either. Mm. They're not like... the You've seen a lot of
0: found footage films. I mean, remember the one, the time travel one from last year? Um, Project Almanac? With the most good-looking people that have ever yeah. been on the planet yeah. ever. And you're kind of like this... like Project Al- I think like Project Almanac isn't meant to feel 100% mm-hmm. real, but you are sort of like... Um, just this, oh, this genius kid who happens to be a MTV model with glasses, so he must be clever. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, they they like they're they're not bad looking people by any but, but they feel just real. They, they just feel, feel like the like, kind of people we went to college yeah. and uni with. Ah, yeah. yeah, they feel very like that. You feel like um, they were maybe the, you've seen them around, and maybe they were the year above
1: us, and yeah, they feel they feel very real in that sense. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I think this film works so well is just the fact that all these films, they go for the found footage thing now, but there's always, there's still all this exposition and there's all this, like, they they always find out what the thing is, they always, they find out what it is and then they die. And I think one of the reasons Blair Witch Project works so well is that it really does feel like found footage because there's none of that. Stuff happens to them, you have no idea what's going on, and the film ends, still you're still like very unsure and just kind of unnerved by what's happened because there's no expositional stuff. There's like, like I said, there's no, at the end they turn around and there's the witch and there's the cult of kids. And you're like, Oh, it's been them the whole time. Like there's none of that. Mm. And so that's another reason that I think the film feels so genuine is because there wouldn't, there wouldn't be that probably in real life. You know what I mean? Um, No, I understand that. Like it does.
0: Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't leave you satisfied because it's not, it's a mystery but mm-hmm. it's a mystery that's like the footage itself is the mystery not not the the, the plot of the film it's the footage itself that's mm. a mystery which makes it seem um which yeah which means that they'll give a, a satisfying ending you mm. just kind of
1: get you yes yeah it's pretty really bizarre you get nothing really at nothing. The end. you just because keep... i was i was more watching you in the end than mm. watching the film because i knew what happened i was like i just want to know i was curious as to what his reaction is going to be because i imagined there's certain people you could you like you would show that film to now. That ending would come up and they'd be like what the fuck mm. and just be angry. Yeah, um, cuz it doesn't
0: feel like a proper horror film mm. you don't feel like you've been they don't they don't do
1: the monster reveal. Yeah. I know it's kind of a generic thing to say, but there is the whole kind of oh your imagination comes up with things that are so much more scary than mm. what's actually there. But I think I think Blair Witch project, but obviously it completely relies on that. Because, yeah, yeah, you're you're just putting your brain is almost filling in the gaps of like because you can't see past what's direct like and then shoot scenes shot at night, you can't see what's directly in front of them. Sometimes, but you can just yeah, but you can just hear things running around and you can hear sounds and things moving, and your brain just kind of like, almost fills it like fills in like what the fuck like it could be this or it could be that and I think that works to its benefit as well, in a big way. But I feel like that's the thing everybody says about that film. Like, the witch probably wouldn't be as scary as what you think the witch looks like. I mean, imagine if she looked like what that woman at the start describes her as. Hairy. Big hairy lady. Big hairy lady. Would that be scary if the final reveal was like, big hairy lady? She was like, "Whoa!" And you're like, oh! <laughs> Those
0: are black, some... black and that's what you hear. Black! <laughs>
1: um
0: yeah like um you you couldn't you there couldn't be design that would um uh keep up with what, what you imagine i i don't know i think it does knowing that there's no reality to it or when having being like sort of post um uh peak of the found footage genre mm. anyway I think it's...
1: Yeah, um, we're kind of out of it now,
0: aren't we? Yeah, we're kind on. of out of it. We're kind of... We've got past it. I think we've got over that phase.
1: Still got those Paranormal Activity movies to look forward oh, yeah. to. Last one ended on a cliffhanger again, so...
0: I've, I've not seen... Um, I think I've only seen the first one. I'm
1: sucked in now. Just because I've seen them, it's like a total, like... I'm not sucked in in the way where I'm, like, actually interested, but because they leave it with cliffhangers every time, I'm always like, well, fuck, I mean, it wasn't good, but I've got to see the next one. Like... <laughs> Um, yeah, knowing that there's no sort of reality to it at all, it does, it does
0: take the suspense out of it, mm-hmm. um, to like a, a huge amount. Um, I wasn't like the ending wasn't as terrifying because
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's kind of, well, the, yeah, probably ending is probably the more heightened bit for the majority of the film. It's more, I thought it was more interesting to see the characters
1: mm-hmm. react to the,
0: the drama of the characters mm-hmm. rather than the actual supernatural stuff um because the supernatural stuff ooh, supernatural stuff has like the sort of um
1: sorry can we just acknowledge that my,
0: st- my, my stomach made a weird noise and i'm not sure if the mic picked it, was it like, up was like, <laughs> oh that's weird um
1: that's my point that's my, my point you were talking about the drama of the hi the ghosty stuff um... <laughs> <laughs> Da, da, da,
0: da, da, spooky, scary,
1: woo!
0: <laughs> uh, the drama of the characters is much more interesting than the spooky stuff itself. Because, like, a lot of the spooky stuff just, like, there's just, it's very subtle in the way it's happening. Like, twigs aren't, like, um, being shaped into all these different people and stuff. And piles of rocks being left outside the tent. <clears> and um, uh, it's kind of the more subtle stuff. And they're going south, but they can't seem to find their way out. Um,. It's, a, it's another one of those things I always think about, ghost movies, all these sort of supernatural movies, yeah. of sort of the consistency of the, the villain. It, although it, do, it works in this one because you don't really, you have no idea what You have going no on. idea what they're about. Yeah, yeah, what's going on. And you don't ever get the reveal to think what it's about. You don't ever get that this is a ghost and they try- he's trying to kill them. Um, yeah. The, there's no revenge plot or anything like that. So it, do, it does work better, but it does still have to, why, why is the Blair Witch making them go south all this way to go back to the River? Like, what, what's, What's the Blair Witch's aim? As I say, that it kind of works because you don't, you never get the reveal of the Blair Witch. You Mm -hmm. don't even know if it's anything
1: to do with the Blair Witch, yeah, Um, or if they're just lost. Yeah, because that woods just looks like a labyrinth. Mm. Um, were you ever kind of, did you ever find it boring, or did you find it kind of effective? I don't think I
0: ever found it boring, which is very surprising considering. um, I think like the actors were just engaging enough; it was just interesting to watch the actors. Mm. And you think as a as that sort of film. That had that doesn't have the impact it did when it was released. You'd think it would be boring, but no, it was it was it was um all right. Um, it, like it like I, I was held throughout the whole film. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting. This is a question to ask because the
1: the reason this is topical right now is because they've got a remake coming out. Well, I don't know if it's a remake. I think it's like, I think it's one of these what are they called a a, a sequel boot. What do you call it when it's like, kind of a reboot, but also kind of a sequel? It's a shut up and don't speak about it. That's what it is. Like the Ghost Rider like sequel. The, the, is it a sequel or a reboot? Shut up. Don't speak
0: about it. Uh, um, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Is that a sequel to Cloverfield?
1: Shut up. Don't speak about it. Because I think it's meant to be, the new one is meant to be the character is is the brother of Heather. I think. Okay. He's go- that could be wrong. Could be very wrong my but.
0: question was actually in a, in a more sort of um, identifying sort of the contemporary genre because this is where the remake or spiritual sequel or reboot sequel or whatever um, would fall apart is how far did they go down the genres because obviously everyone knows that found footage films now have no sort of hint of reality yeah there. and everyone knows especially that if you base it on the Blair Witch project it's a, it was a film it was always a film we're so far away from it now everyone knows that mm-hmm so, do you think they would do something like in this um, upcoming film, reveal the Blair Witch? Or do something more genre-typical? Mm.
1: Because That's what I'm very curious about. I
0: think that's interesting because you, I think you can have to go more uh, genre-typical. Mm-hmm. Because you can't do the same thing because it wouldn't have the same impact. Mm. So you might have to go as far as to reveal what um, the Blair Witch or maybe solve some of the mysteries from the first film. Or give you some sort of answer because it can't just be that sort of weird ambiguous continuation mm-hmm. it has to feel like the, this thing has to do something mm-hmm. like it can't be the
1: same thing well i might be about to blow your mind danny were you what? aware that there is already a blair witch project sequel i am aware that there's already a blair, blair witch, witch project 2 book of secrets i i also am aware it's not bound footage uh it is i've not seen it we should do a second opinion I was just thinking that I was like we should have done the second opinion on that (laughs) instead of this Um, yeah I've not seen it but I'm curious as to if that answers any questions or is this new one is it is it going to be a follow on from Blair Witch 2 Am I going to need to have seen does, does Blair Witch Two? No, yeah, they're not going to expect you to have seen Blair Witch Two.
0: so like, We're film students, which we've just come out with degrees, and we've not seen Blair, Blair Witch no. Project Two. I've, I've never. I've met not a met single a single person, single person yet. <laughs> so, never watched like, Blair Witch Two. Talked
1: about Blair Witch, I've talked about Blair Witch Project with hundreds of people, and not one of them has ever been like, "Oh, mate, you see that sequel though?" <laughs> like, even Starship Troopers, people have seen in the sequels. Hmm, I haven't. But no, no, no. I have. So I'm sorry to fuck up your, your demographic. I'm not saying everyone is seeing Starship <laughs> Troopers. Everyone,
0: people, people got going on. People got jobs during Wednesdays and stuff. They can't all be sat they around. They can't all be sat around. Watching Starship Trooper sequels. Yeah. Um. So I that's interesting whether they'd have to be more genre typical. Mm-hmm. Of a film that just, like
1: stayed right away from genre tropes mm-hmm. of horror. Yeah. I think... Uh, that is kind of one of the main reasons I'm interested to see it
0: it would be cool I think the best thing they could do is give us like answers to the mystery of the first one because mm-hmm. um, that would make it an interesting film because like after all this time it would be like oh let's go find out
1: what um, what it was all about like what the yeah. first one was all about because I think people are still intrigued and I think that shows by the response that there was to the, the fact yeah. that there's a new one coming out it's like everybody was super excited also about the it, cheapest so. piss also, they're cheap as piss. <laughs> you asked during that you were like, "Have they made, like, you know, have, have the directors of that went on to anything?" Aye, and I'm curious. Are, are they doing well. the
0: sequel reboot?
1: No, no, no. The sequel reboot. Another reason I'm excited to see it is because it's Adam Wingard, who did The Guest, and he did Your oh, Next, right. and he did A Horrible Way to Die. Three very very good movies. So that's really worth a, seeing. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm excited to see it is because he's kind of one of my favourite directors going at the moment. He also did a film called Pop Skull, which I haven't watched yet, but I have it. I just haven't found I haven't found the time to enjoy Pop Skull, but I'm excited. But yeah, like I think it's got kind of a big talent behind it. Hmm. and again it's got that kind of not promise but it's got that allure of like maybe we're going to find out some more just what I hope it isn't is just a rehash I hope it's yeah. not just more people going around the woods nobody's really sure what's going on and then at the end we're still none the wiser we've just spent another we, we hour and 20 not, minutes in the woods
0: we hope it's not a hangover sequel that's mm, what I'm about. basically yeah unless which, it is literally a hangover sequel in which they wake up and they can't remember what happened the night before yeah yeah <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah I just I I just I want it to be good <laughs> because a lot of horror movies well mainstream horror movies have not been super great recently and I'd like I, to see
0: have we seen a horror film this year?
1: I saw a couple I saw Don't Breathe the other day
0: that's probably good we're not
1: going to go into a review of that right now it's real good then tonally you know, because I don't want to spoil it, so it doesn't. I matter. do want to see "Don't Let's Breathe." Let's just cut I'm, the bit I'm about not, "Don't Breathe." Out.
0: <laughs> I'm not um, a horror film, but I do want to see "Don't Breathe." We saw a, was it not a forest film? We saw this year. The, the forest. <laughs> <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> I was actually
1: just thinking about that. I was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't. I don't want it to be." What's that? Film footage? No, no, no. Forest was. I don't remember it. Remember that was the one she's trying to find her sister, her twin sister, she lost in the yeah. suicide woods. Yeah, the suicide woods, aptly named. Um. Because people killed themselves there,
0: and uh, they were good at that name in those. They were good those at the people. bloody. <laughs> <laughs> they knew what they were doing. They can of the suicide virus was all about.
1: Um. So I'm trying to find a comfortable way to sit here. It's it's hard. It's quite I'm very squished in. I'm sorry. Just like <laughs> have a J.K. m and I feel bad that we've been eating these m on mic because <laughs> the whole thing's going to be like. Uh uh-huh, tell, tell me more. Tell. Mm. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah uh, The Forest I don't remember much about The it. Forest
1: like... had like a few moments in it that were really really interesting the whole film just didn't work at all especially given how abruptly it just stopped and just. Hmm. but again we're not here to talk about The Forest I don't know how much more there is to say about Blair Witch Project to be honest like...
0: no it's not. there's not a film with a, a a lot of content to it I tell you what you can tell um, another thing you can say about it is the aesthetic well that's hard to say um <laughs> like it feels like a found footage film because it really Mm. does feel like it's got the small aspect ratio it's clearly not high definition um it's clearly just a bunch of cameras
1: it feels more like any it feels more like a found footage movie than any other found footage movie that exists i mean you see something like because every found footage movie it doesn't matter what kind of camera they have it's like perfect hd hd quality the one that always annoyed me was um Paranormal Activity three, which I think is a, I I I do genuinely think that's quite a good movie. I think the first film and the third film are quite effective, and the third film, is like it's meant to be set in kind of the eighties or early nineties, I can't remember. But it, um it starts up the film starts up and it's all this old VHS looking quality footage. And then as soon as the open, as soon as that, that, that kind of initial opening sequence is over and we get to that bulk, main bulk of the film, they totally drop that and it's just another high definition camera. And that always really frustrated me. Hmm. Cause I'm like, this would look so much better if it was that kind of grainy Aldi sort of footage. It would feel, again, everybody knows paranormal activity is not real, but it would feel more authentic if that's what you're going for. And I think I think that's the reason that it's the older found footage movies that people remember more is things like the poughkeepsie tapes and the one about the jersey devil and blair witch they're the ones people remember because they are the ones that legitimately feel real
0: i guess it makes slightly more sense for contemporary films now that your iphone can film basically something mm-hmm. that's really hd um i guess that makes sense to an extent but like something like Found Footage just feels old and grainy it feels like you could just look, find an old camera, put in the tape, and see these students mucking around yeah. in the forest,
1: and then slowly see it turn very sinister.
0: Aye. <laughs> um, yeah, it feels very, it feels very accessible. It feels like mm-hmm. it just feels very real, and um, that adds to what the actors acting and making the film do. Just it just feels like found footage, mm-hmm. and you can tell why it defines the genre. Even now, as I say, even with all the found footage films that come out. I can, this feels very, it feels like it, if it came out today, it added something Mm -hmm. to the
1: genre. I agree. Were you aptly spooked on a scale of, on a scale of one to spooked? On a scale of not, right, let's think of a scale. Right, scale. On a scale of,
0: so, uh... Look, uh, can you do the screams, like, uh, a really tame scream, and then
1: a really terrifying scream, and I'll go between them. Okay, okay, so I could be like what's like a tame scream you're like oh like kind even, of, more, maybe even more, sort of maybe more sarcastic like whoa yeah or like a <laughs> ah! <laughs> 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 that's gonna be a nightmare to edit
0: <laughs> i was more of a oh actually do you know what I so an, I might, no that, no, I that I could, sounds like a
1: shrug <laughs> sounds like a oh. what do you what do you what do you want you want like peanut MMs ms or chocolate MMs? you're not fussed you're just like <laughs> uh, we're not sponsored by M and M's, by the way. <laughs> we wish we were. It said to loads the free M and M's. J.K. Simmons, if you're listening. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, more of a. Uh, yeah, I feel like the environment was not right. I think. Yeah, maybe the, if we'd been in the cinema, it would have been more.
0: I feel like though, at the genre of horror, like they date quicker anyway. Mm. Horror films date quicker because even mm. like the classic horror, some of the classic horror films nowadays, the special effects can seem a bit a little bit just a little bit outdated and when you do something like a horror film and have the special effects outdated that does sort of take you out from it slightly mm-hmm.
1: um but Blair Witch doesn't even need special effects no it's I just,
0: guess not but like it has that um, it's just noise
1: it's just lots of it's noises. the beginning of a genre
0: that has now been oversaturated yeah so like it the the oversaturation of the genre dates the original
1: I think with with Blair Witch it seems like it's made it's a fan footage film because that's an aesthetic choice, and that'll work for the story. Whereas you watch The Gallows, and it's like, why? Why is this found, mm. like? Why is this found footage? Um,
0: or the the Social Network one, which is kind of found footage.
1: Oh, unfriend, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> I
0: feel like I historically appreciate it. Yeah, i definitely.
1: I mean, after I think that's about the fourth time I've seen it. And it's definitely a losing its... Again, that could be... I think that's the first time I've ever sat and watched it during the day before. It could be that. But then there's also the element of, like, I know that nothing happens. Whereas, obviously, the first time I saw it, I kept thinking there was going to be that moment where something jumped out and I was going to be terrified. And the film just kind of fucking teases you with that so much and then never fulfills it. <laughs> like, um, the Blair Witch Project gave me blue balls. <laughs> um but yeah uh I, i'm glad we i'm glad i've introduced you to the world of the blair witch project are okay. you gonna go see blair witch 2016 <laughs> the way i said blair witch like it sounded like there was more to the title but there's not it's blair witch 2016 uh,
0: i'll go see it i'm gonna go see it i'll go see it yeah i'll, I'll give it a bash i'll give it a go give it a
1: wee whirl um, a little whirly whirly give game. it a
0: whirly whirly cool uh, i'll go see the ghosty things
1: the ghosty stuff. The ghosty stuff. The ghosty goings on. The ghosting's on. What? Goodbye everyone. <laughs> right,